Hello, hello, and welcome on in to Fun Friday on the Monorail Minute podcast. I am Clayton, your host, and today is Friday, June 2nd, 2023. And as I just mentioned, we have our next latest and greatest edition of Fun Friday on the show. And yes, this is a new show, so in general, every day, Day, I guess you could say, is going to be me trying something relatively different, I guess you can say. But with that being said, today we are going to try something especially different, unlike anything we've done before at all on the show. And admittedly, I have a bit of mixed feelings about how this is going to go, but I think it's Fun Friday, and if it fails miserably, we'll just never do it again, and that's totally okay. So... I got the idea off of something, honestly, I was kind of just randomly spur of the moment mentioning before when I was telling you guys about what I was envisioning for the show moving forward. And at one point, it wasn't something I even planned on saying. It kind of just came to mind. And I mentioned that for Fun Friday, instead of going off of what is exactly going to be my ranking of something... I am going to actually be reviewing somebody else's ranking of something. And there's a couple catches on this. I guess the biggest one is that I have not seen this list before. I know what the title is. I know what the list is going to be about. But I'm going into this completely blind. So this could either be really fun (laughs) or this could be a complete disaster. And I'm really just going to be reacting as I go. I've not... Again, read this list. I've not rehearsed anything. I haven't even formally pulled together my own list to kind of have a general idea of how to react. I'm really just intentionally going into this pretty blind. So that will be fun. I think we'll leave it there as far as the initial background. And what we'll be doing today, though, to hop right on into it, is I'm going to be reviewing somebody's ranking of... Disneyland's roller coasters from worst to best and this is actually based on a article that was published by a man named John Gregory for the theme park Tribune highly recommend anyone to go out and check out this article it was posted just a couple days ago on May 30th and yeah he ranks what he believes are Disneyland's worst to best roller coasters and you know how if you've if you've tuned in to any of our previous Friday Fun Friday shows, you know that I rank things like the most, in, in my opinion, most overrated attractions. I did one week the places I'd most like to see a fight, things like that. And of course, that last one was pretty goofy, tongue in cheek, and kind of wild and silly. Um, But this week, I'll be going completely off of John's list. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. And again, it's just his opinion versus mine. So again, good versus bad is totally, obviously, subjective. But without further ado, I'm going to hop right on in. Again, as I've said a a bunch of times already, I am seeing this completely blind. So bear with me if this doesn't go well but i'm in the article now looking at it and i'm about to scroll down and i'm going to see what john puts as the worst roller coaster so of the six in disneyland and california adventure 
he ranks Goofy Sky School as being the worst roller coaster of those that are offered in California, or again, of Disney parks. So, initial reaction, I think I agree. Um, I, I haven't. I haven't totally made up my mind between what I'm guessing are going to be five and six, the two more kiddie kind of roller coasters. But I feel like those are probably going to be five and six, and I would probably have to say Goofy Sky School probably makes sense as number six. I know it's not a great attraction, and admittedly, I haven't gone on it in quite a few years. I actually believe the last time I went on it was when it was... Maholland Madness back in probably, oof, I don't know, the late 2000s if I had to guess. But I remember enjoying the attraction. I just remember it being quite a bumpy, not-so-fun wild mouse. So yeah, I think I think going through point one on this list of Goofy Sky School being the sixth best roller coaster in the two Disneyland parks, I think that's probably the right place to start okay number five they have chippendale's gadget gadget coaster within disneyland formerly known as gadgets go coaster which if you caught me i stumbled on them stumbled on the words of the of the attraction a little bit because i was about to say gadgets go coaster but of course that is not the name anymore it's chippendale's gadget coaster And yes, I don't have a ton to say on this one, which I guess maybe is boring in hindsight, but I, like I mentioned, I think the two kiddie coasters, this one being the second, obviously what we just went through, the um, formerly known Mahalan Madness, now known as Goofy Sky School being number six, and then five, Chippendale's Gadget Coaster. I think that makes sense. I think the fact that, at least for me, the fact that this one is a lot less bumpy, it is not a wild mouse, and admittedly, I'm just not the biggest fan of wild mouse attractions. I think they're just, to me, I know they're a classic, but they're also a bit overdone, and they always just kind of seem like cheap, I guess, like relative, you know, like normal kind of county fair kind of attractions, so... I think for me, I'm not the biggest fan of Chippendale's Gadget Coaster, but I do think this one is a bit of a better attraction for the young ones. Um, I think the theming for sure is a little bit stronger, and I just think in general going on it, I just feel like you get in general, a bit of a better experience start to finish. Not that it's anything fantastic. I just feel like even though Goofy Sky School is fine, I just think this is just a better attraction in general. So number four, let's see what they have for number four. Ooh, interesting. Okay, this one, they have the Matterhorn Bobsleds as being the fourth best roller coaster in Disneyland Park. And this one, I'm just trying to think through this live. This is the hard part about not rehearsing and just going into this blind. I I have mixed feelings on this one. I would maybe personally rank this higher, but I could understand why someone would put this as four. I think for me, I lean into the history side of this so much. So 
just knowing that this opened in 1959. It was the first tubular steel coaster ever that existed in the whole world, and it was just really state-of-the-art at the time. I love the history of it with how it used to have mountain climbers on the mountains. Has and I talked about some of this on um, actually on a previous episode of Fun Friday where I talked about how this would be one of the attractions I'd most want to get stuck on because in the random... I mean, yeah, like really rare events and unfortunate event of like having to evacuate hypothetically. Um, I guess now in hindsight, that topic seems a little bit weird talking through it. But I I mentioned how it'd be really cool to see the insides of the mountains. I'd be really cool to, in the very, 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 very unlikely event, see the famed basketball court that is hidden up there in the top of the mountain that used to be a rest area for the climbers when they were climbing the mountain. I, I don't know. I think I haven't even talked about the actual ride experience yet, but there's just, of course, so much history behind the Matterhorn that, you know, I think if it were me... Yeah, it's an outdated ride. Yeah, it's a very bumpy experience, but I like the fact that there's two different sides. And, you know, even though there are some downfalls to this attraction, and yeah, it's sometimes a little bit of a bumpy, chaotic mess and just feels kind of old, I think it's charming to me, given the history. But to be honest, if this was at any other park and I didn't know the history... And all that, I would say, you know what, this attraction kind of stinks. And I hate to say that, but I think I just let a lot of the history impact things for me. And I mean, obviously, nostalgia going on this as a young kid. I think I just look at it as a very charming ride. And 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 yeah, I like that. Like I was starting to say the two different sides. I like how they're different. They're not just a mirror image of one another, like like Space Mountain can be, for instance. I I like that it's two completely different experiences, right versus left side. I think that's pretty cool. And I like the splashdown, the the water feature that is at the end of the attraction on both sides. I don't know. I just think in general, it's a solid attraction, very famous attraction up there with some of the most famous in any Disney parks. So I think for me... Four is probably fair. I understand where the author of this article is coming from, but I think for me, I would put it probably three. And I'm going back and forth, admittedly. I don't know why, again, I don't mean to keep saying this, but I have no idea, literally no idea what's about to come next. What I've been going back and forth on is in my head is I have a definitely pretty clear top one and top two, I'm a little unsure between three and four because they're very different. And what I would maybe put as four instead of Matterhorn and move Matterhorn up to three, have four be the Incredicoaster. But let's see what they have next. Let's see. Yes. Okay, so that is exactly the case. The Incredicoaster at Disney's California Adventure Like I said, I have mixed feelings on this one, whether it should be rank three or four. I think it's a, obviously it's going to be the most intense ride on any of, of any of these six. It's, it has the, the famous 55 mile per hour launch. It has a 108 foot drop. And then the inversion, of course, where you go upside down in, in 
well, kind of in the shape of Mickey's head, which of course is in the background there for you on the track. I don't know. I, I think for me, yes, it's very thrilling. It's definitely the biggest thrill in the Disneyland parks, I would have to say. I think that's definitely fair to say given the launch. The thing is, and I, and sorry, I will say I like the incredible steaming. I think that's a lot of, that's better than California screaming as it was for 17 years. I like the incredible, incredible steaming. I think it's fun. The music, some of the stuff that they've done. I will just say though, the roller coaster feels quite old, obviously not nearly as old as the Matterhorn, but it does feel outdated. I don't know how else to explain it other than that. And at the same time, it's a little bit of a bumpy experience, but I do like how it's a long track. It's a longer ride. I just think it's it feels old and not necessarily like Matterhorn in a charming way. And I also think that maybe this is just me being picky, but towards the end of the attraction, when the coaster is starting to make its way back to the station, you go over the top of some different buildings. I don't I actually don't know what they are. Maybe stores, or I don't know if they are yeah, stores, restaurants, bathrooms. I don't, I don't even actually know, but I know on the way back to the station, you go over the top on the ride, over the top of some buildings. And it just is very like plain up there. And they don't really do or make any sort of effort to theme that hardly. Like, yeah, there's, there's all the different Jack Jacks. And for anyone who I guess knows the ride, you know what I'm talking about. There's all of the different Jack places Jack Jack pops up to just show that you know he's going crazy he's bouncing all over the place but I don't know I just think the fact that it just kind of feels like you're almost on the ride going through like the back alley quote unquote and there really isn't that much theming I feel like that takes away from the experience for me in addition to the part that it feels old so even though the launch is thrilling the loop is fun I don't know. I think the first, I don't know, maybe minute of the ride, I don't know, 45 seconds of the ride. I don't know. It's very fun. But I think after that, no pun intended, it goes a little bit downhill. So I think I would personally say Matterhorn would be my number three, even though Incredicoaster, yes, is the more thrilling roller coaster. I'd probably put that as number four personally, but I think as a whole, I, I would not disagree with this risk with this list significantly at all <laughs> okay and then number two. Oof, this one's tough i i i guess i kind of have mixed feelings about one versus two but i really could see these two go in any order obviously the two roller coasters that are remaining are space mountain and big thunder mountain both within the disneyland park This person has Space Mountain as number two and Big Thunder Mountain as number one. And I guess for me, it's a little bit of a toss up. I could understand why the ranking would be this way. My gut is that I disagree. I really, and and I'll tell you why. I think the thing for me that swings this and like I keep saying I could see this going either way but I think both versions and maybe this isn't totally fair but this is just the way that I'm looking at it I think both versions of Big Thunder Mountain in 
California and Florida are both pretty good. There's a couple different things, though, about California that I like better. Specifically, it is some of the um, like the, the decoration where it's you have the goat that is the famed goat on the attraction that has the TNT in their mouth and obviously making like goat noises. And when you go into that final tunnel on Big Thunder Mountain where you have the TNT, I really like how it looks like there's the sparks going up the wire on the walls. And having recently done the attraction in both parks, both Florida and California, I did come away saying that I like the Disneyland version better, but I think both for the unique reasons are solid attractions. I think the reason I'm going to give Space Mountain, though, the edge is because I feel like I can concretely say without a doubt that when you compare in such a way Space Mountain between Disneyland and Disney World, I feel like the Disneyland version is clear-cut the better version because it feels a lot less rickety, and I like the fact that you're in a much more comfortable train or a ride vehicle in space mountain you're sitting two by two in disneyland and disney world you're sitting kind of in what i guess i don't know if this will make sense but well i guess anyone who's been on the attractions obviously know so i guess this will make sense but it almost feels like you're sitting in a vehicle ride vehicle that resembles splash mountain really where it's you know the the thinner or matterhorn i guess you could say it's it's a thinner car and it's just a tighter fit in general, and you're almost sitting in kind of like a toboggan rather than a traditional or more common roller coaster setup. So I think for me, as a big fan of Space Mountain, and that being one of my favorite attractions, just with being in the dark and some of the mystery behind the track and not you know not being able to see it all and Every once, every once in a while, especially in Florida, getting to see it with the with the lights on. If you're on the people mover and get really lucky when you're going on when there's a shutdown, things like that. I don't know. Again, I know I'm not necessarily doing the best review of the rides themselves. I just think in general, the given the fact that the Space Mountain version in Disneyland is one of my favorite attractions in any Disney park, just given that it's a cool, immersive experience in general, but it's even the best version of it, in my opinion, with the better trains and the smoother ride, and I think I just like the outdoor theming even better. So for that reason, I'm going to put Space Mountain as number one, and then I'm going to put Big Thunder Mountain as number two, but I would totally, as I've said a couple times and gave the reasons why, I would definitely not disagree with anyone who feels differently. So anyway, that wraps up Fun Friday. Certainly let me know what you thought of the structure. Obviously, it's really different for me going in completely blind and not really prepping. So I hope this wasn't a bore to listen to. But I also just kind of thought the idea of really just doing the spur of the moment was also interesting for its own reasons. So um, as mentioned, this was based on a review from John Gregory on the Theme Park Tribune. The article was published on May 30th of 2023, and it was titled Ranking Disneyland's Coasters from Worst to Best. 
And I, as, I, as I'm saying, I definitely encourage you to go check that out. And I appreciate you listening for Fun Friday. As I always like to say, it is Friday. So I hope you act like it. And I hope you all have a great weekend. Thanks again for listening. Hope you have a magical day. And I will talk to you on Monday for our next edition of Magical Mondays. Thank you, everybody.